Welcome to the D-Shift Podcast, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you transition from the challenges of divorce to discover the freedom and ability to live life on your own terms. Are you ready? Let's get this shift started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the D-Shift Podcast. And today we have a, a wonderful guest on who I've actually had the chance to interview in the past, and she was so interesting. I thought, ah, we got to have her on for a full podcast. So this is Amy Janice, and she is an image consultant and stylist, and get this, an international best-selling author. So I think that's I think that's a big spectrum of different things you do. So Amy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Marty. It's a pleasure. So tell tell me a little bit about what got you into this image consulting um, stylist color area, because I know that that's, I remember that that's not really where you first started out, I think, right? So, well, I've been like a freelance writer, copywriter, ghostwriter, I've been doing things behind the scenes my whole life. And a little over two years ago, I published my first novel in my own name. Um, And that was huge for me because it was stepping out of the shadows. Like it took me, I think, four years to to pull the trigger on it. Like once it was complete, just because of all the insecurities and different things that I was going through with it. Um, And I was working with this company and the lady that I was working with and friends with invited me to New Orleans with her. She was uh, going to a speaker's conference to talk to them about TEDx stuff because she was a TEDx organizer. And she was like, oh, would you want to come, you know, to New Orleans with me and support me? I was like, yes. And yes, like, why would I say no to that? So when I showed up, um, I was told, okay, you're going to give a five minute talk in three days. I said, what? I didn't come here for that. I came here to support somebody else. But also a couple of the girls that I knew that were luminaries at the event or hosting the event had told me about this image consultant and how I needed to talk to her. She was going to change my life. They can't wear black anymore. I was like, no one's telling me what I can and cannot wear. But being that I had just released my novel, I thought that it might benefit me to have a professional tell me what I should wear for book signings or my author photos or things like that. Sure. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll have a conversation with her. And so that weekend I got typed as I'm a fire, which was the thing I did not resonate with at all. I told her she was wrong. I told her I was going to prove it. And I told her I didn't like those colors and I'm not wearing those colors. And she laughed. Now I know it's because fires are those daring. They're they're usually the teenagers that get in trouble a little bit. They're a little (laughs) rebellious. They're a little daring. They're going to prove you wrong. So when I said you're wrong and I'm going to prove it in her head, she was like, you actually just proved me right. Exactly. I didn't know that at the time. So, and usually when I set out to prove someone wrong, I can count on one hand with fingers left over how many times I failed in my entire life. So, and with her, it's been twice. So um, I wore the color she suggested just to prove her wrong. Like I said, I was like, okay, fine. I'll give it a week. And that very first day, all I did was put on a different lip color and change my top. And the girl that I had went to support stopped mid conversation to turn around and look at me and say, you look amazing. She had never said anything like that to me before. So then I'm looking at the image consultant, especially the third time she said that I started to get uncomfortable. And I looked at the image consultant, like, did you text her? Did you tell her to say something? And she was just laughing. So long story short, I'm a fire. I embody that now. 
um, part of the process is that everyone that was typed that weekend, we all went shopping together. So it was like seven cheerleaders in a dressing room together and she's bringing us clothes and we're all like, I would never put this on my body. But when we did, all the girls would be like, oh my God. So we started, some of the stuff was a no. Like we were very honest with each other. If it was a no, it was a no. But I stepped out of my comfort zone. The next morning, my roommate had got typed the same time as me and I was wearing black eyeliner. And she said, here, try this one instead and handed me a brown pencil. That day, everybody kept asking, are you wearing contacts? Like your eyes were pretty, but now they're just like sparkling. They're out there. I was like, oh my God, this lady was right. So she told me that I had an eye for it when we were shopping because I started helping her with other people and she was interested in training me. Well, I ended up paying to have other people train different family members who are in the coaching world um, friends that were watching what I was going through, like, tell me what happened again, because my connections got deeper. My income doubled in six months. Like my life changed. People started noticing me, not in the way of like the creepy guy at the bar trying to buy you a drink, but <laughs> in the way of like, your energy is amazing. I went to Nashville with eight girlfriends a few months after that. And these girls are gorgeous. They're beautiful women. And I got more attention than everyone combined. But it wasn't the creepy guys. I mean, we all had some of those, right? That happens. So shout out to the creepy guys. They need love too. But <laughs> we, uh, as long as they stay on the other side of the bar. Anyway, um, it was men and women saying things like, you look beautiful or, oh my God, you're, you know, you look amazing. Your energy is so amazing. So it's the way that you come off. And this is people in passing, walking on a busy street. Like it's not people that know you or really know anything about you. It's just because I stepped into and embodied who I am. I gave myself permission to fully be me for mm -hmm. the first time in decades. So I see it as more than just colors. Long, Well, I've already shared quite a long story, but to make the rest a little condensed. Um, a year later, I ended up getting um, trained and certified by the woman who originally typed me to do this as well. Because like I said, all my friends and family are like, oh my God, I need your help. And instead of continuing to pay her, I was like, let me invest in this and then I'll just be able to do it. Then I went to an event where I was able to present and I was like, let me just make my investment back. And I accidentally started a business. So because of like of the way things fell in about a year, I accidentally became a speaker and I accidentally started a business. And I say that joking because I like the way it sounds, but it was not my, um, my conscious intention to do this. Right. But now that I look back, like there were pebbles laid for this as far back as high school, if not earlier. Um, like, well, when I was little, I used to have my Barbies do fashion shows. But in high school, I won first place in the state of California for fashion merchandising. Didn't really have any intention of going into anything. Had scholarships I didn't apply for. I didn't use them. I went and had the guy and the kids instead. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but with all of the things that transpired, what I noticed was when I work with people, especially women, I do work with men too, but especially women, the transformation of watching a woman look at herself and see herself in that different light and give herself permission to really step into and embody who she is. It gives me the chills. Like, I love that. It's rewarding. Um, I feel like it's a small way I can give back to the world. And yes, it's a business. Yes, I do get paid for my time, but it's also like a passion project. 
Yeah. And I've told my kids for a long time, if you find something that can make the money that, that supports, I, I look at money as a tool, find something that makes the money to support the lifestyle you want to live that you enjoy doing, or at least don't mind doing, then your life is fine because yeah. you're going to work for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> so money will be something you love. So I'm blessed in the way that I fell into this, but I know two years ago, I probably would have thought I was crazy if I heard myself talk about this but I know the difference it's made for me. And I know the difference it's made for more than 10 people around me. Um, my mother is a business coach. She used to be a divorce coach. The difference that it's made for her, the way she shows up on her Zoom calls, the way she shows up in her confidence, in her personal life. Like, like I said, my personal relationships have strengthened. My work relationships have strengthened. Um, my relationship with myself strengthened yeah. because I'm not fighting with myself on who I think I'm supposed to be because of conditioning or the world told me to be this person or trauma. We yeah. really take on things through all of that. But now I'm just like, no, this is who I am. And as long as I know my intentions are pure and I'm not doing anything intentionally that will hurt somebody else, I can live my best life and help other people do the same. And just feel great about it. Yeah. So I so I want to just uh, for for those of us who are over a certain age, there was a time when we all got seasoned. Right, the yes. seasons. What season are you? And I remember mm -hmm. I was a winter, so it was like jewel colors, black and white, like really minimal patterns, like just. So this is not that, right? When you're talking about mm -hmm. elements, this is it, this is very different, isn't it? So we do look at your eye, skin, and hair color, which sure. is what the seasons use. And we do use a basic seasonal color palette. However, we type in the elements because each element has its own core characteristics. We have all the characteristics. They're human characteristics, so we have them all. But the ones that are your deepest, truest gifts, it's the way that you showed up as a child before any traumas, before the world shaped you, before you took on family roles, or whatever the case may be. It's also the shape of your facial features, the shape of your shoulders, um, all the way down to the shape of your toes, if need be. I haven't had to look at toes yet, but my mentor has, <laughs> um, but it's, it's all of these things combined. So I do drape people in cloths to see how their face reacts to that, but it's more than just that because while we're doing that, I'm talking to you and I'm asking you questions about your childhood, about your personality now, um, so fires are very decisive, very blunt, very get in, get it done. They're like movers and shakers and go-getters. And I did not identify with that. When, like I said, I paid for my mother to go through this and we were at a retreat with my mentor before I'd got trained. And we were just sitting around in the group talking about how life shapes us. And my mother was telling them as a child, I was very adamant about what I would and would not wear. Very strong headed, like the most stubborn child you would ever meet. And she said, actually, those are the colors you used to wear. And I was like, really? And then she just looked at me and said, I know when your fire went out. And it was two incidents with my father when I was roughly eight years old that happened within a month of each other that I stopped trusting myself. Sure. When I stopped trusting myself, that led to me just kind of uh, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then that taught me to set myself up for future relationships with men where I did the same thing. 
I was old. My mom always told me like it confused her to watch the relationships that I chose to be a part of because I was so strong-willed and I was such a like go-getter and protector. But then I would get with these men and just become the submissive. I don't care. And she's like, I don't understand. So getting back to learning to trust myself, I learned also a friend pointed out, if you don't trust yourself, who can you trust? Yeah. So all of this turmoil was happening and it, it pushed me into not pushed me. I became a part of very toxic relationships and allowed people, friends and men to like, just run over me in a certain way because I had no boundaries. I didn't care. Um, when me and my children's father split up, I was 32 years old, with two boys in high school. And I did not know what I liked to eat. I didn't know what I liked to drink. I didn't know what was fun to me. Like I started to date and make friends and they're like, oh, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I realized I had let all of my dreams go. Yeah. So I had to learn, but it took me a few years and I went through the whole party phase and the self-destructive phase and I went through all of those things. And then I learned if I think I might like it or I have no clue, I'll say yes, at least once. I'm going to at least try it. Life is so short. So I'm adventurous. I love to get out and do things. This helped me step into myself and give myself permission to be that and learn to trust myself again. Not just, okay. So when, when I type you, like I said, it has all of these components to it, but the colors hold energy and each of us get our own color palette. There are four color palettes we use. I usually have them right here next to me and I don't right now, but okay. Um, so with these four color palettes, so this, this is one of them, right? So we each get our own. This is one of them, but each of these colors has a different energy. So the different energy, you can get dressed with intention on the message you want to put out. So when I'm here talking to you, I'm, I want you to see my heart somewhere in one of my flesh tones, because that opens my heart for you to really connect with me. And this is not great. If you want to con somebody, don't do it. But right. if you, if you're being honest and authentic and showing up as you, your flesh tones, um, in, within your color palette will convey your heart. Right. Right. And then this other color that is cricket. Um, this is one of my dynamic colors. So that's when I want to be seen. I want to be heard. So if I'm presenting or I'm speaking on stage or something like that, or a first date, I might wear one of my dynamic colors. Um, so each of us gets our own reds, our own dynamics, our own tranquils. That's whenever you just want to have calm, for instance, you work with women going through a divorce, right? So if you're going to the mediator discussing child custody and things like that, that's a highly emotional state. So you might want to wear your tranquil colors to kind of like just calm the energy down. Yeah. And so, as a mediator, I will tell you, um, I have attended workshops on how to um, use colors, um, you, know, you know, so yes, I mean, you don't want to, if you if you're trying to be supportive and a neutral person in the room, you don't want to be the loudest dressed person in that room. You want to be more, um, not blended. That's not right. But yeah, but be, be welcoming, be open, be approachable. Um, so yeah, this, so So your flesh tone would be good for that. Yeah. Yeah. So this all, this makes sense. I mean, um, so you've mentioned there's fire, and so I'm guessing the other ones are water, air, and earth, or what's the, yeah, okay. Exactly, so exactly. 
so can you can you just quick and I, I, I realize that there's a lot more than just um, I like these characteristics, because like you said, you got you got into a category. You were like, I don't want to be this. What are the sort of the key- I showed up as a waterman. OK. So so what are so, the key uh, okay. ones? When I when I share this, though, just really quick, something to think about. I showed up as a water with my I'm soft spoken. I'm very go with the flow. I was wearing water colors. My hair was a water hairstyle. Like it literally goes in everything, the shape of your glasses, your hairstyle, the way you do your makeup, all of it. There's components to this, but water puts fire out. So I was literally putting myself out and then wondering why people didn't see me, why people didn't value me, why they only saw the surface. But it's because I was wearing invisible cloaks saying, but don't you see me? Can't we connect? Yeah. Like, that's what I was doing to myself. So a water is typically a peacekeeper. Go with the flow. A fire is typically decisive. Um, we can be very blunt. Um, earths are, they're typically very still and linear. So the winter color palette goes with an earth. But what I've noticed is that a lot of people, I would say about half of the people who are typed in the seasons, it doesn't line up with the element that corresponds. Okay. So I wouldn't necessarily take that and run with it and just say, oh, I must be an earth because you might not. Um, but earths are, they're typically, they bring balance. They're reflective. Okay. Let me, let me go this way. We use an analogy that if the four elements got together to build a house, the air, which is a visionary, they're the bubbly, like sporadic, usually very talkative people. And air is going to go, oh my God, you guys, we should totally build this house. Let's do it. a yellow house with a white picket fence and do some roses over here and some vases over there. And the elements are like, okay. <laughs> so the water, which is the processor, comes in and says, okay, let's buy a plot of land. Let's go get the permits. Let's, you know, get the blueprints. Let's hire contractors. So they put all these things into the processes. The fire comes in. It's like, I got my hammer. Let's just build this damn thing. Get it done. <laughs> And then the earth is the editor and the earth comes in and says, okay, we did a really good job. The crown molding is about a half inch too high over here. The floor is not quite level over there. And the paint on that wall is two shades off. So let's fix that. But we did a great job. So the elements can work together in a beautiful way. I will say the colors that hold energy, we can get dressed with intention to put out the energy we want for the day. I see this as being far more applicable. Um, a colleague of mine is a neuroscientist and his specialty is parenting. He had his children typed and his daughter is an heir. He has his children in music lessons. He believes that's a, a very strong part of um, raising children. And he had her in piano lessons for two years and he got called in every month. She was misbehaving. She wasn't listening. We're going to pass her off to a new instructor after she was typed, he pulled her out of the lessons and he was like, let me rethink this and figure this out. They were sitting at a family party one night and he just sat down and started playing the piano. She sat down next to him and they had fun playing together. So now he teaches her in their fun moments. She wakes up 15 minutes early every day to go practice the piano because it's fun. Putting an air in a box where they feel like it's something they have to do and it's not fun, they're going to rebel. His son, on the other hand, is an earth. He likes things to be the same, predictable. So at 4.30 every Thursday, they do an activity together and he chooses the activity. If he walked up to his son one day at 4.30 and said, what do you want to do today? 
his son might have a panic attack. So he's like, what do you mean? Right. This is not normal. Not saying that we shouldn't teach our children, of course, to be able to adapt in different situations, but knowing how to parent them and use their strengths to improve different things and introduce them to things is powerful. Yeah. And we can do that for ourselves too. Now that I know that I am a fire, I realize I actually do make up my mind about a lot of things. Where we go eat, I really don't care about. And if I don't care, I don't care. Like, fine, you pick. I really don't care. But when I have a taste for something and I know what I want, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm decisive about something and I have an opinion, I'm going to let you know. I still respect your opinion, but I'm solid in having one. Yeah. Because I realized I didn't, I wasn't doing myself or those around me any favors by not speaking up about it or recognizing it. So since I've stepped into like, oh yeah, this is who I am. This actually feels good. I don't have this inner turmoil within myself where like I used to just let things go all the time and they would build up. And of course we know what happens when you just keep piling things yeah. into something. I would explode like a pressure cooker and then people are like an inferno and people are just looking at me like, what happened? You've yeah. been so calm and all of a sudden this because I wasn't being true to myself. Yeah. So I've changed my behavior and I'm more in alignment with myself now than I think I've ever been. My brother commented recently, you're more yourself now than I've seen you in, in over 20 years. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest compliment. Right. And I think, I think that, you know, like you, like you talk about that confidence comes from the inside out when you are comfortable, when you know that you, that you look the way you want to present, that you're, that you're um, able to move forward in life and be in alignment with who you want to be, who you see yourself as, that's going to come across to everybody. Like you're just going to present way differently. So yes. yeah, I think that's so powerful. Yes. And believe it or not, um, I think that there's a lot of science b behind this. I mean, there really is. So, uh, you know, there's, Absolutely. have you ever read that book, Blink? Um, Michael, oh my gosh, I forgot the guy who, the the title is blink and it's about how people make like literally snap decisions and you know like in a microsecond they will decide whether they like something or don't like it and how this is not something we think about um and they did this really interesting thing and i'm kind of going off track here but they had art critics like art experts look at paintings that were counterfeits or real and it was interesting that when they just got a second to look at them, they were right almost 100% of the time, which one was the counterfeit and which one was the real. The more that they looked at the paintings, the less accurate they became. And I thought that was just really fascinating. Um, so that actually isn't too far off. Um, so, okay, a couple of things. According to Harvard Business School, people, you make a first impression in the first three to seven seconds. What people don't realize is that about half of that is based on what you're wearing. And more importantly, it's the colors because other animals have their colors. We decided we need to cover up. So when we're wearing colors that aren't in alignment with who we naturally are, we are, like I said, wearing that invisible cloak. So it, think about the billions of dollars we spend in advertising because of the psychology of colors. Colors do hold energy. They do say things to us. So I use the analogy of the con artist, right? Even people who get duped by con artists will tell you later, I knew there was something off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. When we're wearing colors that don't align with who we naturally are, we're, we're confusing ourselves, the energy we put out, we're confusing other people. It's on a subconscious level. Yeah. 
Yeah. But our system is actually based on a book by an art professor named Johannes Eiten, who was uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. He's actually the one who did the color wheel. So if you've ever been to a paint store, Home Depot, or any of those things, we still use it today. And this man created this well over 100 years ago. And what he noticed, he would give his art students a color palette and say, this is a pleasing color palette, now paint something. And his students were like, this is not a pleasing palette to me. So for a couple of years, he was like, fine, let me do an experiment. Here's all the colors. You paint a pleasing you know, color palette. And he recognized that there were four very distinct color palettes that kept popping up. Not only were they four distinct color palettes, the paintings that went with them kept being in alignment. And then he started noticing the facial features of the artists were in alignment. So what we call water correlates with the summer colors. They're soft, they're cool, they're subdued. They're kind of flowy, they flow into each other. It's kind of a downward movement. Their facial features are typically more oval, more smooth, more kind of classic romantic, just softer. Fires paint in um, like Indian spice colors, the fall colors and their facial features are more angular like when we have a little more weight they're not as angular but <laughs> and that's okay um we like i actually kind of have a pointy nose and i always like knew that but i didn't correlate it with that's why so our energy is upward and like angled right so triangles are our shapes um earths are very linear and still so their their paintings were very they, they have jewel tones, the winter colors, um, straight lines, very like blocky kind of. And then airs were kind of like fireworks and just bubbly and spring colors and bright and, you know, popcorn and things like that. And so he noticed their features are round and even their hand movements are very like up and yeah. sporadic. Yeah. So it is, there is a, I'm a psychology um, student as well. So I look at it as the application is far more than just the colors we wear, but I do believe that it, I believe the beauty is inside out. Yeah. And when you feel great, you look even better. Yeah. And that is how we're visual creatures. So even if we subconsciously do it, we are judging each other. Yeah. And if we want to deal with you or not, sometimes first impressions are wrong. And sometimes you do get a second chance, but why count on that yeah. when you can make your first impression count? Yeah. And you know, um, and, and oh my gosh, we've just been chatting away here. We're almost out of time. But I think one of the things is that um, anybody who's who's kind of doubting this, if you think that every single thing that you buy, every brand, every logo, every there's a reason why McDonald's is red and yellow. There's a reason why... Ex like if you go into a luxury restaurant, specific colors are in that luxury restaurant or that, you know, high end. There's a reason why casinos have specific types of colors used mm -hmm. in, in the gambling areas compared to the rest of the areas. Just read it. It's fascinating. Just Google the, the science of colors and just see what comes up. So the specific it, red and yellow of McDonald's, it creates excitement and hunger. Yes. So that's why the kids want to be there and play. You want to eat. And it's a very specific red and yellow, but that's. And, and here's something fascinating that I can't remember. I had, uh, uh, it was in, in one of my courses that I took in university. If you want to cut down on um, portions for, uh, and your hunger, eat off blue plates, not red, yellow, or white plates, blue. 
and it will actually help you. You will feel fuller faster and it will look like there's more food on your plate. What as opposed to have so lots of stuff about about color. So, Amy, you, we have just shared a wealth of information. This is a totally fascinating topic, um, and I, I really love this because I think so many women are, you know, we've been told what to wear, what we, you know, what patterns, what styles, and and we put on that dress that we've been told that we have to have on, and then we don't feel very good in it. So this has been really enlightening, I think, for all of us to maybe take a look at this um, more seriously and work with somebody like yourself, who's a consultant. But what is the thing that you would like people to remember um, when they finish up with this podcast and go about their day? What's the one takeaway message? So can I can I do one thing first before yes, I share sure. my message? Go ahead. When I work with people, I don't look at the latest fashion and what's hot on runways. I don't look at what's hot in the stores. I look at you and your elements. So your colors play a role. I look at your insecurities, your body type, your style, what you do, how you live your life. I don't look at what I like because what I like might not be what you like. So when I work with people, it's all about them and their style and making them feel comfortable and feel confident. Because like I said, when you feel great, you look even better. So it doesn't matter if I think something looks great on you. If you don't feel comfortable in it, you're that subconsciously going to come through. So what I just wanted to piggyback on what you just said, my one takeaway that my message that I would like to share and get out is no matter where you are in life, no matter what you look like, no matter what struggles you're going through, no matter any of that, you are so worthy right now, right where you are, you are worthy of being loved. You are worthy of loving yourself. You are important you matter. And if you're not able to, to fully love yourself right now, please find somebody who can hold space and love you until you're there. Whether it's a family member or a friend or me, I love you <laughs> right where you're at. You're, you're wonderfully perfect right where you're at. So Thank please you, know that you're worthy. I love that. Thank you. That That's such a kind and positive message for people. Amy, if people do want to find out more about what you do and if they want to maybe um, use your services to get to get color, to get colored, <laughs> to get color typed, um, to find out what element they are, what's the best way to reach you? So you can definitely email me at amy, A-M-Y, at embodyyourelement.com. So that's A-M-Y at E-M-B-O-D-Y, Y-O-U-R-E-L-E-M-E-N-T dot com. And please remind me that you see me or let me know. I won't know that you see this. Let me know that you saw me on the D-Shift podcast and or that Marty sent you. Um, and I might have an extra surprise if you choose to work with me. Woohoo, we love surprises. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, so much for your generous um, sharing of your, your wisdom and that really positive message. I do appreciate that. And I would like to encourage everybody to listen in next week for the next episode of The D Ship. Thanks for listening and supporting the D Shift podcast. If you would like to attend live trainings by our amazing guests and have a chance to ask questions and get answers from our experts, join the D Shift crew. For more details and to sign up, head on over to www.divorcecoachforwomen and click on the podcast page.